Broadcasting live from our satellite studio in Metro Washington, D.C., it's time for the special on-the-road edition of Learning Insights, featuring learning professionals who are improving performance and driving business results. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Learning Insights. I'm your host, Stone Payton, here on behalf of Training Pros, and we are broadcasting live this morning from Washington, D.C., this is going to be a fantastic segment. We have two folks with us this morning. We have with us Robin Baker, who is ODNT manager with Fairfax County, Virginia government, and Allison Mulligan, LND manager. We're going to find out more about what all those letters mean and have a little bit of a conversation about this domain and what's going on over there at Fairfax County. Welcome to the show to both of you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Well, we are delighted to have you. I'm going to start with you, Allison, if I might. Uh, L&D manager sounds like an important job. Uh, <laughs> you got to manage the L, you got to manage the D. Tell us all about it. <laughs> well, it's a, sort of a new position. Um, we sort of did a little bit of reorganizi- reorganizing recently, and um, we have sort of two sides of the house in organizational development and training. We have our leadership side and we have our technical side. So I'm over our leadership side, so our learning development piece, doing the leadership programs. So all of sort of the soft skills stuff, you know, supervisory development, leadership development, um, communications, all that kind of stuff. And Robin, you're hanging out and walking the same halls. You're in a totally different part of the organization. Or are you hanging out with her and, and just doing some other things? Or? Allison and I hang out quite a bit, actually. <laughs> I am the organizational development and training manager. So I oversee both the leadership side and the technical side and what we call our LMS system, which is our learning management system. So there's kind of three big buckets to our entire team. So in that, and I'm going to ask, uh, I think I'll, I'll start with, with you, Robin, has the, has the percentage of the, of the instruction changed? Is it more e-learning, more uh, learning in chunks that come over your phone and that kind of thing, as, a, as opposed to, you know, the guys sit down, shut up, give me your milk money, let me teach you something kind of stuff? Or? You know, we're heading in that direction, and we really want to continue to do that. Um, when I first started out last year in June, um, we did a lot of instructional in-person training, and we still do. We do a lot of classroom training. We do a lot of um, desktop training, so Word, Excel type of thing. But we're really moving into the e-learning world using Link, um, which Fairfax County already has on everybody's desktop, so we can be at home and get the learning. Or you can... This is an LMS, or what is Link? Link is a software that um, it's almost like an, an I, when you iChat somebody. But oh, okay. you can actually upload slides, and you can actually nice. do an instruction from Link. Okay. So, yeah. So, we're trying to utilize that more. We also have a very – we're using Captivate to do a lot of e-learning courses, so taking our current courses and putting them into Captivate. And the people who are doing the learning, they're, they've embraced this? Have they been a little bit resistant to it, or do you get mixed reactions? I think everybody's or? really excited about it moving forward. Um, again, I think that um, – People are very used to coming to a classroom, sitting down, but now the time and the budget issues, they're really embracing the link training, so they're really excited about it. So some curricula lend itself more to this kind of e-learning than than others? Is there some curricula, you know, we just really got to do the stand-up thing with this? Or what, what's been your experience with that? 
Well, we've been getting a lot of feedback from our employees. We did some surveys. We've been running focus groups, and it's really helpful. I mean, we have ideas of what we think would be best well, to pull course. out. <laughs> but it's great to hear from them what they, they really feel would be helpful. One of the things we're looking at is um, new employee orientation. We have, uh, of course, like any organization, we run new employee orientation. Ours is four pieces. So it's like four different days, three half days, and I think... They might be all half days, all, all are half days. And um, there there's just a lot of information there and a lot of stand-up, and we have to throw everybody in a classroom to do it. So one of the first things we're looking mm-hmm. at is what pieces can we pull out of that new employee orientation that lend itself to e-learning? So say benefits information. There's really no reason why everybody needs to sit in a room to hear the basic benefits information. And it's hard, you know, it's written material, but of course it's kind of hard to digest. So what we'd like to do is pull out pieces like that, create an e-learning, make that a prerequisite as soon as somebody comes on board there to watch certain Mm -hmm. e-learnings and then go to the new employee orientation where they can then ask questions about what they've already viewed about benefits information or, you know, just different detail-oriented type things like payroll and and that type of thing. And that way when they do come in, because we do want to have at least just maybe one half-day session instead of four, they can just ask the questions that they need to ask and get whatever they need to get in person but not have to deal with some of those details that they could have previewed previously. It sounds like, like most things, a blend is probably the best, right? A little yeah. bit of live interaction. You get that face-to-face. You get that connection that maybe is tough uh, to pull off another way, but then you get all the benefits of, of technology. Is that absolutely absolutely another one we're looking at is ethics because um, ethics again like you said the face-to-face is really important Um, we do right now have a a dvd that folks are supposed to watch on their own and of course it would be much better to have that as an e-learning or um, you know a video that can be delivered via our intranet so that folks can preview that, go ahead, watch that, kind of work through that, but then come to a session and have some discussions about, okay, what are some of the ethical issues that might be raised? How do you react to those? What are the things that you should do? Um, you know, and kind of put a face to the hotline that we have. We have an ethics hotline. An and ethics just, hotline? Mm-hmm, okay, you, sure. you got to walk me through this. <laughs> I know I'm interrupting, but I'm sorry. We so there's an ethics bat phone. Yeah, is it? Is it? Is it I'm faced with an ethical situation, and okay. I think that's pretty typical. That I'm hearing. I mean, I know where I used to work too. There's an ethics really? hotline. Yeah, where people could call anonymously 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. and it's not manned by somebody that works at Fairfax County. So that's the good news. <laughs> well, seriously, because especially us being in HR, who would we call, right? right. <laughs> so it's nice. It's very. It's anonymous, and then you know, right. So, yeah. And you call and you say, I'm having this challenge mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think this th- thing through and this part seems right. And it, mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like a fantastic thing. It just never occurred to me that you could have like the ethics bad phone. That's yeah. <laughs> All right. So back mm-hmm. to the training mm-hmm. uh, piece of it. Talk to me a little bit, uh, if you will, about reinforcement. My personal experience, at least, has been I can just I can go in. I can dive into e-learning or I can go to a two or three day thing and just absorb stuff like a sponge. I connect with the instructor uh, and I get back to the ranch and I've got other stuff and it just it, it falls off. I'm sure there's stats that back that up. Uh, what, if anything, are you guys uh, doing and learning about reinforcing? So my big thing, if anybody knows me since I've been here, I have a couple things. One is apply and maintain. 
Um, every time I teach a class or I do a train the trainer with an instructor, my biggest thing is what can you apply immediately and how can you maintain that? So that's my two kind of biggest things. My other thing, and I stole it from Scott Eblen from The Next Level, his book, it's called The What, So What, Now What? Okay, what are we trying to tell you? Why do you care? The so what? And now what I want you to do with it? Because if I tell you two good things on the first two, like what, so what? But then I'm like, I don't want you to really do anything with it. Then I'm wasting your time. So my point is not to waste your time. It's to really give you something to take back and be able to apply and maintain that immediately. So again, it's the apply and maintain. And then it's the what, so what, now what? And again, that's not mine. That's Scott Evelyn's. But mm-hmm. that's kind of what we do in all of our classes. And we try to, even with our, our vendors, we really try to give them that background philosophy so that they can use that in their classes. Mm-hmm. So that's now the new Learning Insights interview structure? <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be what, so what, now what? I, right. I love that. It's easy. That's, that's simple fantastic. Is, simple is better to me. <laughs> I've come from that background where we have to do a lot of development, a lot of technical stuff at North. I was with Northrop Grumman, and we were very technical. And so mm. Fairfax County, there's, there's also a lot of technical things that we work with, so we have to keep it simple because... And here's my other thing too, shorten things. Um, we have uh, a lot of day classes that I'm really asking Allison as the new leadership person to talk to our vendors about, let's get some two hour classes, half day classes. Nobody wants to sit in a full day class. Nobody has time to do uh, that. We don't have the budget for it. We don't have the time. Mm-hmm. And so what is that? What, so what, now what? Immediately, what do they really need to know? Because I know all of us in this room right now we sit in an all-day class, I'm going to remember two or three things. <laughs> right. So that's kind of my philosophy, and I'll be quiet now. <laughs> so I, you were nodding your head an awful lot, so you obviously echo a lot of the sentiment, but you probably have some additional take on this whole reinforcement thing? Yeah, no, I think it's great. We, we've we been doing it, like Robin has said, in classes now, and we're kind of pushing that, you know, making sure that that's a part of it. One of the best examples we have is um, we have a series called Leader as Coach that, that we teach where it's three two-hour classes. So they're spread out over, you know, a few weeks, at least two weeks or a week and a half between sessions. And they're very short and sweet. You know, Robin's, Robin's right in there with, you know, short messages. And, and we're getting all of our instructors doing it the same thing. And in between, they need to practice. So the course is about coaching and coaching, you know, supervisees or people on your team. So they get the now what is, okay, go out and try it, you know, apply it, the tools from this particular, the first training, have a conversation, and then come to the second one, have another conversation. So we're really trying to build that in. The other piece is we've got a lot of ideas on um, using our LMS and social media um, to start reinforcing so we recently have upgraded the functionality of our intranet in the county. It's called FairfaxNet, and it's got some really great functions. You know, there are sort of workspaces, internal workspaces, where you can, again, like Blackboard or um, a Google-type thing where you can make announcements, have a calendar, you can have discussion boards. And, um, and we're setting that up. This is something new for us so that our students who take the classes can come on and just have discussions. So we'll have discussion boards on different classes. So leader is coach. I took the class. I had my first, you know, my first conversation. The class isn't for another week, but maybe I want to go on the discussion board with other students who've taken that class before. And they'll talk to each other? And, and they... talk to each other. Oh, mm-hmm. well, just, I mean, that has to increase the, the application 
of the learning tenfold or more. It has. Yeah, well, and, and also it gives them a chance to say, hey, this worked for me. Oh, I haven't tried that. Let me try right. that and let's see how we can network together. Because the whole point, to me, the whole point of coming together in a class too is not to, to listen and really, I mean, you take away and listen, but it's really to network with your colleagues to see what can I, what are, what's working right. for them? What's the best practices? So, and, and taking those back and utilizing those. And we use this, also we see this um, applying to succession planning, with something, which is something that we're tasked with doing um, for the county. Because for, for our classes, it's some of the first times or the only times that county employees get to be in a classroom, in a setting where they can converse with people from other departments sometimes. Right. You know, some people are really siloed into this technical area in their department. The only time they come out and really interact with people in other departments is at these trainings when we have our group, you know, interaction or the exercises. So we really want to expose them to different areas of the county to understand that a lot of the issues that they have in their department are similar to issues in other departments, like, or skills. If I'm a supervisor in one department, I might think this is very specialized, but I go to a class where they're talking about leadership versus management, and I start to understand, oh, wow, these things that I'm doing are applicable in another department. So perhaps when, when I'm ready to move into the next position for myself, I might want to move into another department. Um, rather than feel like I need to leave the county or something like that. So we want to offer these opportunities either in the classroom, in the interaction, or on the social media where folks are interacting with other county employees. We have 14,000 employees in the county. So it's, it's a lot of people. When we have classes, yes. folks don't know each other <laughs> often. <laughs> right. So we're trying to build in opportunities for them really to engage, to engage with work that's going on across the county in different areas, and give them opportunities to learn more about what we do in the county so that they stay, you know, so that they're motivated, they find people who are having the same kinds of, going through the same kinds of struggles they're having, and they learn, and, and they want to stay. So this is clearly a trend in the county. Are you finding that this is a trend in the in the whole arena, in other organizations, in other sectors? This 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 social this making learning more social and really focusing more on engagement. Is that absolutely? Um, I one of the really fun things that we're trying to do at Fairfax County is we created community of practices, where every month we have a learning and development community of practice. Where all the other, where all the agencies um, come together again, and it's we talk about best practices. We talk about what's working in your area. We talk about succession planning. We have a succession planning community practice too, but we do fun things. I mean, we do trivia on mentoring, trivia on you know the latest stats of generational differences. I mean, very different learning you know, forums, and we're actually going to meet in August with Loudoun County and some of the other counties oh, to come together go. to talk like about it. learning yeah. and development. So we're doing a lot of community kind of outreach using social media, using kind of these community of practices and, and things, and um, we'll continue to do so because I'm all about stealing, <laughs> as you saw with the Scott Evelyn thing. I mean, I, And sharing. Uh, and sharing, right, 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 with other people who might benefit from that. So... Anything that we can do as a, as a learning team together is, is key. All right, so we've talked about social. We've talked about, uh, I don't know what, there's probably a, an actual label for it, but we've had this conversation around uh, keeping the small bite-sized chunks mm -hmm. with some meaningful, applicable focus. Other trends that, that you're seeing out there that we ought to be thinking about? Any, any other trends come to mind? I mean, one of the things that I'm seeing a lot is really, you know, uh, mentoring's always been around, right? 
But what I'm seeing now is really the upswing of people getting these almost mentoringmatch.com things <laughs> where people are able to go on to their own database. And Fairfax County, actually, we're in an RFP session right now where we're hiring somebody to do this for us. We're saying oh, if you really? would like a mentor, oh, cool. Stone, and you can go in and put your profile in and and I say, oh, Stone, he looks good. I feel like I could really help him because he's really asking for these certain things. I go in and put my bio in and then the system matches us. So it's like a match.com wow. for learning. Very cool. And so it's not just mentoring, it's for all aspects of learning in general. So that's one of the trends I see. Um, another thing is peer-to-peer -peer mentoring. Like instead of the traditional kind of, you know, up-down mentoring, it's really the younger generation with the technology that really can help some of the knowledge sharing up um, you know, it's funny. My mom was telling me, she's like, we Robin in her Southern accent. She's like, Robin, <laughs> we really need somebody to, you know, help us. Cause I can't get on the computer, but it's that type of thing. And we're really seeing those trends and learning these days. So a lot of that we're trying to, again, to bring to Fairfax County and really create some really good programs around that. Mm -hmm. uh, full disclosure, my daughter's a citizen of Fairfax County. She's yeah, up here going yeah. to graduate school, so she's been living here a little over a year. So I feel like she's in really good hands, right? Mm -hmm. the, the people at the county are well-trained, are excited about what they're doing. They're, they are. <laughs> so that that's fantastic to know. Uh, well, that I, actually leads me to another point. You say your, yeah. your daughter's in college? Yeah, she's at, over at George Mason. Okay, so, <laughs> so we're... We, uh, we do a lot of intern programs at the oh. county, um, and uh, recently we've, we've been getting more involved in it from the ODNT perspective of helping push out to the departments to do these intern programs, because right now it's a little bit spotty. Some departments have programs where they bring in interns and some don't. So we're, this is something that we're also seeing as, you know, I don't know if it's a trend. It's been, again, it's been around for a long time. However, um, having us kind of help um, organize folks and um, bring interns together actually it was really interesting we have uh, one oh. of our departments uh, office of partnerships is really kind of there on the, the forefront of all of this they use interns a lot and this summer they actually had the interns kind of had them have a lunch with each other so that they could share information so it's great for us because we have a couple of those interns who are now have been hired from the county of course this is pretty common in a lot of different departments where interns will be hired mm -hmm. um, but in these particular cases, we're able to use those. They're kind of like our little guinea pigs. We're like, okay, so so tell us about what you see, you know, what we're missing here at the county. You know, from your perspective, being a young person out of school, we do have a tendency in the county to hire people who have a little bit more experience. Mm -hmm. So we don't have quite as many young people. So it's very helpful to have them as a kind of sounding board as, you know, what works and, you know, what would be helpful. And, um, and we're using... Mm -hmm you know, just giving out that information and we're going to probably get more involved in helping organize best practices around interns um, because we have, you know, we want to be able to recruit the best and the sure. brightest and we want to give them opportunities to be exposed to different parts of the county so that it's a good fit when they do come in. So it's pretty exciting. We're, we're pretty thrilled about it. And, and from my perspective, what a great opportunity to help a young person um, discover that that's not what they want to do. You know, like, like if they yeah. hang out with you for a couple of months and they had a good experience, they learned mm -hmm. some things and they learn that's the time to learn, you know, this really isn't the right path. That's right. Don't you? I mean, and, and which never occurred to me when I was in school, mm -hmm. which is, yeah. you know, so I had to become a radio host. <laughs> but so I think it's a marvelous. So, you know, with respect to sharing some counsel, 
with young people or, or just any mm-hmm. at any age, someone uh, beginning a career in this field. Uh, yeah, what other advice might you share with them? Would you tell them to? Would you encourage them to uh, at least entertain the idea of of getting into the field? And if so, how would you coach them up on on kind of getting ramped up? Are there organizations you would have them join, or there? Books you would have them read? Oh, there's or? so much I would do with <laughs> um, I mean, I love my job. I have to say that. I've always loved this field. Um, it's fun. It's You can make it. It's yours. I always tell people, if you're going to get into this, don't do what the person before you did. Like, make it your oh, own. When yeah. you teach your class or if you get into this field or you make an e-learning or whatever, you have to make it your own. You have to make it a conversation with somebody. You're not... Who wants to sit across or sit in your classroom or e-learning or listen to you on the phone or whatever and listen to you read a slide? Like You have to have a conversation with them and give them a reason to be there. And so if anybody were to go in this field, I would say you have to love having a conversation. You have to love um, creativity and you have to love people because you're around people a lot, even if you're over the phone, like use your hands or get up and walk around and you have to make them feel comfortable in what I call your home. This is your home base, you know, just kind of like when you on the radio, this is your home base and you got to make people want to listen to you every day. So it's the same thing. And just, um, you know, I would say some, some stepping stones I could do is, you know, maybe become a leader in, in a community group or something, or, you know, if they're in high school, you know, step up and say, Hey, can I lead the next meeting? And, Get over that fear, you know, really just, or get, get, talk to somebody, call me, have lunch with somebody like Allison or whatever and talk to them and say, what's it really like? Come shadow us for a day or a week or so, you know, but, um, really kind of get a feel of what it's like, but you have to love it too. You gotta love people. <laughs> I don't know how anyone would not want to absolutely dive into this profession after having lunch with you. I mean, you just, you just drip with enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, hey, I had lunch with her, and now I'm working for her. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> exactly right. That is true. So, before we wrap, uh, where are you going to be putting your energy over the next several months? Maybe six, eight months. Any like really big projects that you're going to be jumping on? Are you, are you kidding? <laughs> we, we're real excited because we actually just last Wednesday kicked off the first formal mentoring program at Fairfax County. So it's County. just mentoring things. Yes, with, it's pretty big. It. Yeah. 66 uh, participants from all the different agencies. So we're real excited <clears throat> about that. We are key right now working on performance management rollout and succession planning and basically just really trying to grow the roots down get some young people in the county, get them excited about working there. It's actually a really cool place to work. They have a really great gym, <laughs> workout fanatic, and uh, they have really great program. I mean, it's a great place to work. I, I, I have two kids in college, and I'm like, come to work with me in the county. And they're like, why? And I'm like, because it's a great place to work. So really just getting people excited about getting in there. That's one of our things Alice and I are working on, some really new, cool leadership classes where, again, it's not the same old – you do this, you do that. It's let's really, what is leadership? What does it mean? How do you lead? If I give you five classes, you're not going to be a leader. What do you really need to do, you know, to dig deep and, and get some experience there using what we call the three E's. It's education, experience, and exposure. So really for not forgetting education, but that's kind of the lowest percentage. Mm-hmm. And really getting people excited about the experiencing the exposure that they need to get what they need to, to move forward in their careers. Or be really good at what they're doing right now. So it's up to them. 
Wow. That's all you're going to do, huh? That's all you got going on? <laughs> and you're just going to jump on and hold on? Or what are you going to do, Allison? Oh, yeah. Yep. Or Allison. I call her, just so you guys know, my Zen friend. I'm the crazy one, and she's my Zen friend. She's a yoga instructor, so... Uh -huh. You know, she helps me out when I get too crazy a little bit. No, it's created a very nice balance in this conversation, right? We've had that. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I would like to leave our listeners with some contact info. I don't know what's appropriate, LinkedIn, a phone number, website, but... Uh, I would like for him to be able to reach out and have a conversation sure. with uh, young, seasoned. I've learned to stop saying old. You know I mean? <laughs> We're seasoned, seasoned now. <laughs> That's We're right. Seasoned. Um, so, yeah, uh, if you would, share some contact. Sure. Um, Robin Baker, uh, Fairfax County. It's Robin.Baker, B-A-K-E-R, 2. And that's important because there's two of us there and mm -hmm. four other Robin always gets my stuff and I get hers. So it's Robin.Baker, 2, at FairfaxCounty.gov. Fantastic. And Alan? Yes. Um, Allison, it's Allison Mulligan, A-L-L-I-S-O-N dot Mulligan, M-U-L-L-I-G-A-N at fairfaxcounty.gov. So feel free to email. Yeah, we were really, really excited about helping people get excited about the county. So. Well, you know, the advanced press on this whole conversation, I opened it up and I said, welcome to another exciting and informative mm. edition. I think we lived up to, to the advanced press, but we got to do this again. I want to circle back and talk to, to you guys about mentoring after you've been at it for a little. Sure. I love this whole Match.com characterization <laughs> of it, uh, and I bet you'll just have the most wonderful stories to share. So when we swing back around, and I th I'm sure we will, uh, let's make sure that we get you guys on the agenda and, let, and let's talk it through. Absolutely. I'd love to. Yeah. Well, thanks again so much. It's been a real delight. Thank right. you. Thank you. All right. We will be back in a few from Training Pros DC. This has been a special Business Radio X production brought to you by Training Pros, your source for local learning and development experts. Learn more at training-pros.com.